Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. What is going on, everybody? This is episode 86 of Pop Culture Crisis. I am Brett. I'm your host. I'm here with my co-host. Introduce yourself, please. Hi, Miracle Sam. Nice to meet you. How you doing? I'm good. <laughs> See, mine is Joey Triviani. I don't know what yours is. I don't know. I was trying to match your tone. How you doing? No, yeah. thanks. All right. Well, is that Joey? <laughs> I always forget. Is that Joey from, from Friends that says that? Or... Yeah. I think he stresses the you yeah. a little more. How you doing? Yeah. yeah, yeah you know? There okay. you go. And by the way, the, the one filling us in on this pop culture uh, milestone in entertainment is... Hi, I'm Hannah Claire Brimlow. I'm a writer for TimCast.com. How you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Or as, as he would say, how you doing? Jeez. I'm fine. I There's... remember... There's, There's like a, an episode where he tries to like trick a twin study into like letting him in and he like gets another guy who like auditions for the same roles. But that was like this really good commentary on how like they'll be like dark haired Italian looking male and like yes. this cast out a ton of them. So he tries to teach this like tw fake twin his slogan and the guy keeps going, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you ever seen um the videos of friends without the laugh track? No, I haven't. It's boring. It's terrifying. Must be one. Well, it must be. Must have been super weird to film that. Because yeah. like, even if there's a studio audience, like the laugh track just sounds way more intense. Yes. Uh, I, I couldn't do comedy. Uh, co like co comedic actors always seem to be the least happy. Like you know, it's like I'm funny, okay? I'm funny. Like that's hard to yeah. like when your job, when you when you have a serious job, a job you take, you know, that you care about and you're passionate about getting right, and that job is to literally be funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's got to be a very stressful thing. Like it's one thing for stand-up comedians where it's more about vulnerability, uh, you know, putting yourself out there. But you get infinite takes when you do it uh, on a movie set. It's just hard to get right when you're like not clearly not in the mood to say something funny and everybody else has to react. or like if what if that's there's a written joke that you have to perform yeah. and you just don't really like it and there's jokes like that like there, there's there's like types of humor that uh, are inherent to editing where it has to do with how the editor cuts the scene mm -hmm. uh, he'll say something and it has to do with how quick or how uh, how quickly or how slowly they cut to the next shot things mm -hmm. like that mm -hmm. then you have to cut to reactions mm -hmm. uh, and the reactions always have to be blown out and over the top where everybody's staring or something like that and that's not inherently funny it's funny when it's packaged up and put together in the final product yeah i felt like with friends especially as a sitcom there are certain members of the cast who have really strong physical comedy and great like control of their facial expressions that like take these moments that like or maybe a little bit staged obviously it's like a sitcom yeah and like elevate it to a level that makes it memorable which is yeah. one of the reasons i think friends has stuck around when a lot of other shows haven't yep mm -hmm. i'm thinking specifically of um uh, i can't remember her name but the actress who plays phoebe buffet uh from the show yeah uh, lisa, um, lisa kudrow lisa kudrow i think has like incredible comedic uh, comedic timing physical, physical, physical comedy. comedy she's got great control of her expression she's got a unique face like her face is like perfect for that type and she knows of, how to use it yeah. she knows how to like you know, all all these, like, subtle things she does to adjust her character. I Jennifer think really Aniston is more stiff uh, in her presentation. Mm -hmm. 
uptight it, it kind of fits for her persona on the show i don't know if that's really her in real life but on the show at least from i had a, a girlfriend that that was like if i didn't pick what we were going to watch i that's was punished with friends punished. so uh it wasn't my thing you know like i was like i laughed uh, I, I i mean I, I mainly laughed to not get in trouble it sounds like an unhealthy relationship <laughs> I was punished. I tried not to get in trouble. <laughs> Worried about you, Brad. Uh, I was like, yeah, it was funny. <laughs> I didn't get it. Uh, yeah. But it is what it is. It is it's a well, cultural it's all, touchstone. Everyone has like a default show, right? Yeah. And like if that if you're with someone who has a strong opinion, you let them pick. But if they're going to make you pick, like, yeah, I'm going to go to my default show. And I'm yeah. really sorry, but you just have to deal with it. Yep, exactly. Mm -hmm. Miracle? Are you yes. a friend? Of, I don't know how we got on the topic of friends, but are you a friend? Are you a, a fan? Are you a friend? Are you a friend? <laughs> are you a friend of? Are you a, fa a friend of fans? Are you a friend? Are you a fan? Are you a friend, a friend? or are you a fan? I don't know what's happening. No, I'm not a fan of the show. My mom really loves that show. She's like a hardcore fan of that show, oh. and I despise that show so much because I hate it. Wow. Okay. I hate. I like it when so she much. doesn't give a reason. She's like, I, I despise like it because, because I, I hate it. Done. <laughs> because reason. I hate it because I despise it. Be because reasons. Because reasons. I hate it. But yeah, I just don't like Jennifer Anderson. That's why it's my reason. All right. All right. I just don't like her. All right. That's something okay. about her. I just don't like and. I'm sorry, you're just getting older. Stop complaining about not getting those sexy roles anymore. Is she complaining about I don't that? think she was complaining about that. A uh, hot minute she was, like, last year. I thought that was Sandra Bullock. Ah, <laughs> uh, they're all getting old. Sandra Bullock has, like, subtly become my, like, public enemy number one on this show. <laughs> yes. We talked about her in a segment, the I don't head... know, at least 20 episodes ago. Yes. Nonetheless, mm -hmm. I'm still like, oh, that wedge complaining about things, male-dominated Hollywood. How dare she? I don't mm -hmm. know. All right. Well, now that we've gone off on that fantastic aside to start the show, I have uh, I have a bunch of stuff we're going to talk about. Yeah. Uh, Kim has contextualized. Uh, you should have seen Hannah Claire's eye roll. What a time to not be in a three shot. Uh, we, Kim has contextualized in a way that made me say, duh. It made perfect sense. We've got two topics, not one, but two topics following the Following the follow-up to what happened with Will Smith, because of course we have to cover it, I already wish ruining the day or wishing for the day where this is no longer in the news. Um, but it is you and worth, me both, buddy. But it is worth covering. Uh, and then we've got, um, I've got another, uh, finally, we have a return segment for who the hell asked for this? Nice. Regarding James Bond, which I'm very excited to get into. Uh, so we got that, we got Podluck, we got a bunch of other stuff. Are you guys ready to get started? Aye, Let's aye, do Captain. it. Good, because I was so unenthusiastic. If you, if you ever said no, I would just be like, too bad. I, uh, Here we go, Captain. All right. Uh, read it. No. Aye, aye, Captain. I have to. I don't really want. I hate it because I despise it. Aye, aye. It's a Tuesday, and I don't know why we're laughing so hard. Um, for the people listening to the audio version of this podcast, they're laughing hysterically like mad women. I regret nothing. They regret nothing. You can hear it. This is Miracle laughing. The, the one that is a kind of a higher wheezy hyenish laugh is Miracle. Well, um, well screw you. I la you laugh weirder than I do. It's higher pitched than mine. I was once given fantastic advice from a teacher when I was in, in high school. Don't so you, bully you, other kids about their laughs. You should never make fun of someone's laugh. It's the most honest thing about them. Ah. Which was just really a bullying way of telling me that I can't laugh at another person for having a funny laugh. And yet 
You did it anyways. <laughs> you did it anyways. It's I okay. I said I was given that lesson. I never said I took the lesson to heart. I did not learn it, but it was presented to me. It's okay. I can just make fun of how you walk because the only way I know Brett is coming down the stairs is with his like heavy stepping. That's because he used to be a hockey player. Yeah. They're used to the ice. Hockey uh, and 25 years of skating. Oh, I forgot to show you, but like um, I went ice skating again. Fun. Yeah. That was really fun. And like... um basically a little kid asked me do you want to play hockey and i'm like i don't know how to play i'm sorry miracle ones no we're gonna skip that story we're gonna get right into it what we're gonna get right into it you can't it. just do that to the viewers miracle once told me that she would rather her kid fight in mma than play hockey i was just joking about it i don't know it's an interesting concept just we'll return to it one day we'll, when we have yeah, we'll come back to it yes yes all right so we're gonna go ahead and get right into it kim kardashian clarifies controversial work comments after backlash uh, it kind of puts a wrench in the idea that she's a a, a, a mastermind because I knew that this anybody who heard this knew that this was going to get taken out of context when mm -hmm. they heard it. Uh, somebody as media savvy as she, we, Kim, what's your end game? You know, this, why are you keep doing this to everyone? <laughs> I don't that, understand why people are so offended. She's just saying like, hey, you want to be a modern woman? This work. See, I think it's more that like her response is like. People just don't want to work these days. Mm -hmm. And then what happened afterwards, a bunch of people who work for her are like, you don't pay a fair wage and mm -hmm. we're always broke trying to... I'm like still waiting to know what the exact number for a fair wage is. It's really hard to say. It's one of the most controversial topics, I think, because like... It would depend idea, on where you live. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like... If you think about Which is why minimum, a federal wage, minimum wage, everyone, is stupid. yeah, and everyone has a different opinion about what minimum wage means. Like, yeah. should you be able to support a family on minimum wage? Should yeah. you be able to support one person on minimum wage? Like, uh, where does minimum wage fall in our understanding of how much like a professional should earn? Mm -hmm. My favorite meme of all time is like, once upon a time, uh, a, a mall shoe salesman could afford a, a house like this with, for a family of five, and it was it was Al Bundy from uh, Married with Children, or for a family of four. It's and it just shows the house that they that he lived in yeah. in the show, which is in enormous for a person who works at a mall shoe store. Well, I just wrote this story about this um, administrator at Yale and she uh, was allowed to make purchases. She worked for the medical school mm -hmm. under $10,000 without any approval. So she would buy like computers or tablets and then she'd be like, they're for a, uh, an ongoing medical study. And over the course, she was she had started working for the school in 2008 and by 2021, she had embezzled more than $40 million. Oh, my God. And she, like, owned two properties in Connecticut and also a house in Georgia. And everyone... Nothing to see and here, no folks. And like, you're a what? No, you're a college administrator? <laughs> like, I don't really understand how we got to this point. I like, like so nobody's... she took Kim's... Like, she kind of took Kim's advice. Good for she her. She was working. So kind that... of. 90% <laughs> so... of the orders that she placed were fraudulent. So Yale was like, yeah, no problem. We'll put the bill for that computer that never showed up. Yeah. And it just happened once. It happened for decades. For decades, yeah. It's That's just, fun. Uh, scary. No, nope, just self-apply it. I know. Uh <laughs> well, wait, Brett, what degree? Do you have a bachelor's degree? Yeah. Okay, so you can you can teach uh i wasn't like gonna a, why would i want to be a teacher i need to be an administrator clearly yeah, teachers <laughs> have to do work administrators can just because she would like buy tablets and then be like hey they're going to this research Damn. project and then she would sell them somewhere else <laughs> so okay so uh taking her advice this article is this is from page six it says kim kardashian claims her viral quote advising women in business to get your effing ass up and work was taken out of context 
was it? Now? I really do believe that we live in a world that's like I'm like starved for context with everything we do here. Mm-hmm. We're going to cover that more in one of uh, in one of these segments regarding the Oscars, uh, how much context actually matters and how much framing changes everything. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens. Like I can imagine when they say something, they can already say the moment they're done, they're like, oh, they're going to soundbite the shit out of that. And I'm mm-hmm. screwed. So it says, uh, well, that statement that uh, that I said was without question and without questions and conversation around it, it became a soundbite, really with no context. Kardashian, 41, told Good Morning America co-anchor Robin Roberts on Friday. K- Kardashian explained that in the viral variety video, she was responding to the question and notion that she has been in the business for 20 years, yet she is still thought of as being famous for being famous. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't a blanket statement towards women or to feel like I don't respect the work or think uh, the work or think that they don't work hard, she clarified. I know what they do. It was taken out of context, but I'm really sorry if it was received that way, which is a non-apology. I mean, she doesn't have anything to apologize for. Uh, it's you. She's not responsible for how other she people... She kind of did her apology tour last week and yeah. now we're on to like, okay, I said sorry, but now I'm frustrated. Yes, she's getting annoyed now. And I, I get what she's saying. Like, she actually, I have said for many moons now that Kim Kardashian actually does work extremely hard. Yes, she and does. That was also true before she was famous. Um, I th- I think she that she does have access to some uh, privileged connections. Yeah, and she, and she was born into wealth. Right, but, that but does she has not never mean... denied that. And mm-hmm. also, like, that doesn't make her less of a hard worker or strategic planner. Um, I think... What's interesting about her like defense of this is like it's taken out of context, but I'm really sorry if it was received that way. Sometimes that comes across as me as like it's not an do you have, have you ever had someone say to you like I'm sorry if that upset you or yeah. I'm sorry if you're upset right now. But mm-hmm. but it's also they don't say anything else. They're like I'm sorry if you're experiencing negative emotions. I don't feel responsible for them, but I, I'm sorry that you're, you're going through this thing. Yes, I um, sympathize. It's sort of like a distancing herself from this. Like, yes. I'm sorry if it was received that way. You know, if she were more sincere in the apology, and I'm not saying she has to be, she might say, like, I'm sorry if my words does she negatively own, impacted. Does she own a PR, PR firm? I feel like she should she own it. She is her PR firm. I know, but I'm saying she should she should start her own. I think she must work with one, um, but I'm sure a lot of it has moved from being outside yeah uh like contracting with outside people to being like in-house management i do have to say under this little gray box that says like more on kim kardashian there's a headline that says kim kardashian shares pete davidson's my girl is a lawyer tattoo and i just want to point out because people are like that's so cute but she is actually not a lawyer she's not i'm not gonna brag on her about this but she Mm -hmm. did fail the bar i think twice before she passed the baby bar yeah he does she is not she's not a lawyer well pete isn't exactly known for his like his laser pointed accuracy i just don't like i feel like it's worth noting that he got a tattoo for you that's not even real now she's like no i have to become a lawyer otherwise she has to make the tattoo come true fair enough maybe he was like also him babe you keep putting off that test I need you to do it. What are you going to... You can't get, be my girl until gets, you're a lawyer. He gets that tattoo. He's like, what are you going to prove me? What are you going to make me a, a liar? Why would you do that? The other thing is like, how long have they been seeing each other? Like, Four months. She said that he has... He, I watched her do this interview with Ellen where she's like, he has multiple tattoos for me. And it's like... You've been seeing each other for four months and he has multiple tattoos. Like, red flag there, yeah, Kimberly. Yeah. I know you just dated Kanye, but like, that guy's being weird. Yep. I, I also another example of like media framing is uh, what they labeled it in this in the screenshot says Kim Kardashian speaks out. Just the term speaks out mm-hmm. implies like she's like speaking out she's against now she's being victimized. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She speaks out against all the trolls and meanie heads that are <laughs> uh, that are 
Yeah. How yeah. cute. Yeah. I think it's hard because it's like you should have like have like sometimes I feel like she's like, well, I don't totally disavow that sentiment. I yeah. do think you have to work hard. Like I had to work hard, too. Mm-hmm. And I think there, if it's a comment on the fact that a lot of people feel like if they can just get enough attention online, things will fall into place. And that's actually not true. The work never ends. No, you're always going to be working. On the other hand, like. Look, some people don't like to hear hard things and you can't just be like, oh, I'm sorry I upset you Boo-hoo. by saying the thing exactly what I meant to say. Yeah, exactly. She, like, I, she doesn't mean any, any less of what she said. She's just talking about, I'm sorry that you took it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, it says, my whole tone and attitude changed when the previous question that went into that question about what advice would, would you give to women, Kardashian said. And the advice that I would give is just that having a social media presence and being on a reality show does not mean overnight success. There are plenty of people people who have uh been on reality shows that go nowhere uh that just fade off back into obscurity there's a lot more work than that so it says you have to so that sentiment is real if that's what she's trying to express like people are saying like she's saying like people just want to be famous and they think that makes them successful one day they hit they become they they, like a button gets hit that says now famous and everything becomes easy after that and that's not the way the world works uh kardashian made the controversial comments during a february interview with variety alongside sister chloe kardashian and courtney kardashian and her mom chris jenner have uh i okay then they just go down and recoil it then there some several people argue that kim's comments were tone deaf considering she was born into an already charmed life also being rich helps as uh journalist soledad o'brien uh that's i mean they're not wrong about kind of at least at least pushing back on the fact that she was born into wealth but like i said being born and given a million dollars if you make a billion that does not matter like it matters that you started with it but you turned a million dollars into a billion dollars and i think being like hey sometimes you just have to dig in and work hard not that you aren't already but like that is the key to success like i get the criticism of like well just because people are working hard and they aren't as wealthy as you like I understand where that may feel insensitive coming from someone who is as financially successful as Kim. On the other hand, like, we just need to have hard conversations with all of our, like, as a culture and say, like, what is actual success? Is it being famous on Instagram? Is it having billions of dollars? What's a realistic measure of success? Is it being able to provide stability for your family for yourself like theoretically everyone should define it differently i yeah i i would also be frustrated if i was working really hard and i wasn't a billionaire if i thought that was a realistic goal you know miracles like if i could own a plushie company that would be success i am the plushie but like there's no reason she couldn't do that but like Mm. if you're working a job where you make forty five thousand dollars a year or sixty five thousand dollars a year or a hundred thousand dollars a year Depending you, on how many dependents you have. Depending on how many dependents you have, depending on how you use your money, like you can understand that in the next year you're probably not going to be a billionaire. That's right? true. And neither was Kim Kardashian. Like she made her money over time. Yep. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Like, uh, yes, I get that someone wealthy telling you to work is frustrating. On the other hand, like that it, doesn't negate the fact that it's good advice. Yeah, that's uh, it's like they want to discount it just because of where it came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, because it offends them, and that uh, that to me is uh, a sure sign of like, and like if you could get that same likely that person could get that same advice from somebody in a different position, and they'd find another excuse to not take the advice or to say that the system's rigged against them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like for me, it's the same thing. Like how. Um, what is that one song oh destiny's child where they're talking about like there's two different songs that they wrote where it's talking about their ideal man they want one 
so one ideal man that they were talking about like i want a guy who's strong and can protect me but then they made another song that says i want a guy that can pay my bills it's the same thing like i want both is that okay <laughs> yeah can i just have both like can i have a guy that's well, i think Bernie spears has a song that's like you want a new car mm -hmm. you want a new body like you have to work yeah exactly I think it's literally called like work i don't know if i'm exactly work, bitch. yeah yeah it, exactly like so, this is not new advice from wealthy females <laughs> exactly like you guys gotta remember like again like she did work her ass off like literally and figuratively well, she worked her ass on <laughs> it's complicated it, it's look it's compl also had her ass worked on yes i understand she worked yeah it's very confusing it's biology it's 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 anatomy it's, it's all this stuff trust us it's, yeah it trust the science trust exactly yeah but like again like she's a hard-working woman because like again like if you were like in her position working her job you wouldn't know what the first thing to do mm -hmm. and like if you posted something wrong, you can shut down that whole business in one day. Yep. Yeah. Or so at least do a lot of brand damage. The yeah, thing exactly. about this, like, speaking out apology tour that, that would bother me, and it doesn't seem to get addressed here, and I don't know if she did it in the complete interview with, mm -hmm. I guess, ABC or whoever, she doesn't respond to the backlash on social media that came directly from people who she employed who were like, Yeah, she leaves that out. I worked really hard for you and was not able to support myself yeah. or was really struggling and i think this justification of her context or i was i i was thrown off by the question before me it changed my energy like i understand those things and mm -hmm. i can accept them but she is sidestepping the major issue to me which is like you had people who work for your companies who responded directly saying hard work was not enough for me to be successful yep. in the empire you have built yeah so hard work is not enough in the own you know yep. in the kk w beauty or whatever it is yep. by the way is she gonna drop the w from her uh she already, oh it's not off her company it's off her instagram so i think she's slowly I doubt you take it off your company you have to redo all of your packaging all the branding would have to change yeah. mm -hmm. she should just have to find a, a different meaning for the w women yeah They're, kim kardashian women that's that's kim perfect. kardashian work yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh i don't know but like again it's kind of weird because like you were talking about earlier like what's the true definition of like minimum wage and like some of these employees are like well you didn't pay me enough like how do you how do you justify like paying them more if like depending what their job is mm -hmm. if it's like her personal assistant then yeah maybe give them a little bit more money because that's a hard job the personal assistant makes a lot of money i'm sure yeah, yeah. if somebody's well, working directly uh if, if they're if we're talking like basically skin to skin contact she hands her her phone she types something out that person that connects you that's making good money mm -hmm. yeah and i also think that there's they pay higher because there's a level of confidence in that person yes. yeah uh, i i could understand where there's an employee. executive assistants make a lot of money sure and i have interned at companies that pay nothing like you know, there are points of the company where I understand you're not able to support yourself, you're not making a lot of money, but, you know, I would have liked to see her respond with, like, yeah, that's true, you know, people at our entry level are, you know, paid minimum, California minimum wage or whatever mm -hmm. it is, but we retain 80% of our staff, this many people are able to work up through our corporate structure, like, yeah. we reward hard work, and she just never addressed it, and I think that is, um, I don't know if it's a misstep, because maybe she doesn't want to address it you know mm -hmm. maybe that's intentional but uh, that's what i would she might have wanted that out of the that's out of the part cycle of the as quickly as possible right that's the part of the controversy i wish that she would have addressed because that's the most serious thing for me like i don't care if random journalist or other actress is upset with kim kardashian yeah. i do think it's interesting to hear from employees how they are being treated by this so-called mogul definitely yeah 
I don't know. We have to search up each one of their paychecks now. Uh, I don't think that's possible. That's, <laughs> Maybe they'll uh, just listen to the show and tell us. That, mm -hmm. that would be fantastic. That would be cool. Do. Brett, turn on your charm so you can get more friends with these people. You want Brett to have more friends? He doesn't even hang out with us already. He's so busy. That's true. I have to invade his uh, his space to hang out with him. It's a rough life, man. Oh, boo-hoo, you <clears throat> introvert. All right. Uh, we're, going, we're moving on. We're going to talk about one of two Oscar topics today. And the first one is, Will Smith apologized to Chris Rock after the Oscar slap. I was out of line. Uh, I was waiting for this because I didn't consider the ap apology to the Academy to be uh, adequate if this was, in fact, not a conspiracy. How many mm -hmm. days in a row have you guys had to cover this? Only two. Okay. Only, no, in, Although you, it did happen two days ago. Even when, so. even when we did it, I started the topic. I'm like, I don't want to cover this. Mm -hmm. I, I, was like, I was like, look, I acknowledge that I am not one of today's great thinkers or orators or speaker i am nothing special i will not be able to add anything any type of context to this that other people won't be able to but you have to cover it because i think you can it, i mean um, i think the whole premise of the show is that you're a slightly different perspective my perspective is people. that it was weird that chris rock like weirdly leaned in i don't think it was staged i think he was like half uh half like trapped by like his Feeling like I he think had he had no idea how to react to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a we're going to cover one of the things in this. I, I pulled up a bunch of, of articles re uh, relating to this, but we'll we'll get through it. it. Says Will Smith has apologized at length to Chris Rock on Instagram after storming the stage and slapping the comedian in the face of the 2022 Oscars. Chris Rock, a uh, Rock, made a joke at the expense of Smith's wife Jada Pinkett Smith and her shaved head, which uh, some took in poor taste as Pinkett Smith recently revealed she's been living with alopecia. Smith, uh, there's also a fantastic song by a group named uh, Y. It's a Minnesota rap, and it's a rap artist called Alopecia. Just if anybody wants That's to cute. go listen to it. See, that is my... But then tell them how you got that. That is my <laughs> unique contribution to this topic. <laughs> uh, that she's been living with alopecia. Uh, Smith slapped Rock in the face before promptly walking off the stage and telling Rock to keep Pickett Smith's name out of his effing mouth. My favorite was uh, the cover of the movie Hitch, but it turned it into Bitch. And it says, keep my wife's name out your effing mouth underneath. Mm -hmm. The memes, I, the internet has worked overtime in the last two days. You wanna, we want to know two of my favorite ones. Yes. There's some like food delivery company that immediately use the like uh, above Chris Rock, like our prices. Yeah. And then like, or like <laughs> like food delivery prices. And then it was like, that being most of us. And like, you know, you can get this yeah. much off. And then Fashion Nova, which is this like, some people hate it because it's kind of a fashion, I, fashion brand, yep. you know, and like Kylie Jenner's promoted it, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, they immediately at like 10, 20, the ne 20, 20 a.m. next morning sent out a bunch of marketing texts that were like, uh, we slapped 40% off the site, <laughs> but you can rock spring fashion. <laughs> See the internet? <laughs> it's like they do not rest this marketing department. There is a fantastic meme of it's a meme of a guy who uh, of like a job application like a guy's like searching indeed and it's just the job application on there it says uh meme like a company was hiring a meme maker for 80k a year yeah and somebody serious. said don't ever tell your don't dare don't you dare let your parents tell you to give up on your dreams yeah you could one day be making memes about uh chris rock and will smith uh and that would be that and you're making 80k it is a year like, it, i mean in some ways too it's like breaking news like people yeah. have to start making those immediately yeah right away my favorite was just a simple one it, it was jada pinkett smith chris rock and will smith and it just says paper and then rock scissors 
That's funny. Mm-hmm. That, that was a very simple one that I thought was very... There was also a great one that uh, said G.I. Jane, and it's got uh, Zelensky in the background with a, with a Ukrainian flag. Yeah. And then Jada Pinkett Smith in the front, and it's, it's taken from the cover of G.I. Jane. Mm-hmm. Uh, the memes have been absolutely... Uh, every like subculture that I'm a part of has, tur- has turned them into their own yeah. versions so, of So, okay, what's your, what's your take on this? Like, was it wrong for him to storm the stage, stage and slap him? Yeah, absolutely. What, where was the joke? Like... The, I, I, I think that the, the right thing to do would have been to uh, call him out backstage in private afterwards mm-hmm. uh, in that you're a public figure and to expect to go to a ceremony where you know jokes will be made and expect to not have jokes made about you or that you get some special treatment as to what joke what jokes get told about you. Because remember, we the, one of the things I covered yesterday was there was a, a joke made earlier by Regina King, I think is her last name, okay. who mm-hmm. where she made she made like an open marriage joke that he found uncomfortable. And Jada thought it was hilarious. So uh, turnabout is fair play, right? Yeah. I think that the air, like, I'm kind of tired of every award show host having the same thing, which is, like, essentially making fun of people in the audience. Yeah. Like, I think that's just kind of stale. I think you're kind of, I think you're right. Like, he should have just, like, not laughed on screen. And then, like, he could have, during the ceremony, tweeted, like, I thought that was really inappropriate. And I would have still made fun of him for it because I had some like grow thicker skin. See, I don't know. Like he feels like he has to come to his wife's defense. Like people are really sensitive about. It's embarrassing that he's, I'm sorry. It's embarrassing that he's still coming to his wife's defense. Their whole marriage is weird. But in principle, he's her husband, we think. He laughed at the joke first and then she, and then he saw her face and then he stormed up on stage. Like if if we were taking other people like, I do think it's like kind of an inappropriate joke to make like you know maybe you should have thicker skin he gets to make it anyways but yeah like I would not like it if someone made fun of like a mm-hmm. skin condition like that because it can just be so I like, understand I, I acknowledge that it's uh that especially for women where hair is a very important part of their physical well, more so than sure men you, like lose your eyebrows yes, you lose your um, eyelashes like it's really severe I understand I just like I don't really understand why we are still talking about this days later mm-hmm. um i was interested in some of the conversations around like wasn't it weird that like this guy can just assault someone on stage and yeah. then win an award well, that's what i'm saying he, like uh, that's what we'll, we'll talk about because they're the academy but has i not do think made that a... like yeah this was like a it wasn't even like that funny of a joke you no, know what i mean it like was... it's a cheap shot you know i think it's fu- i i don't think there's anything wrong with will calling him out but like yeah storming the stage and then us all being like Okay, proceed on with the Expecting show. Expecting that to not for, uh, that nothing will happen to you is ridiculous. Uh, but nothing it, did happen to you. Well, that's him. what I'm saying. And, but expecting, but knowing that that was going to happen just proves to you how how uh, different they are. Remember, celebrities—they're just like us. No, mm-hmm. police didn't need any type of cooperation from Chris Rock to prosecute in this case. But you know they're not going to. Yeah. He's a celebrity in a town where I'm sure most of the police uh, are, are told to be very careful and look the other way when it becomes when it comes to celebrities because there's such a... I'm sure a lot of them give to the police unions. Uh, so it is what it is. But then there's also this. It says, after Will Smith's slap incident, TikTok of Jada Pinkett Smith talking about her hair and not giving two craps about what people say goes viral. Exactly. That's why I'm saying... And now I, saying that is different than actually meaning it. Yeah, you know, that there's bravado in that. Yeah, I also think that like just because you don't care doesn't mean you give people license to like openly mock it, right? It's like, like going to a comedy show, and uh, if you're you're part of the you, especially in this. Now, I would like to I would like to know if this joke was 
pre- whether they did they do rehearsals, right? Mm-hmm. So was this joke saved? And they were like, that's a good one. You should do it. Yeah. Like, it's funny. It's a joke, as far as I can tell, wasn't even that funny. I just, again, like, I I would like a history of an award shows where they always, like, weird stand-up comedy shows where you just, like, make fun of people in the, in the audience. I, I think sometimes Hollywood does this where, like, we're making fun of our own celebrity. That's what they should be doing. No, I think that, I, I don't. No, I so totally I'm, They disagree. don't do it well anymore. No, I totally disagree. I think it's a weird cop-out for them to be like, look how humble we are. We make fun of our own big stars. And it's like, shut up. I mean, don't like you guys anyway. Mean tweets was the greatest thing they ever could have done for themselves when they'd go on Kimmel and do mean tweets. Uh, but then they would start, like, clapping back at but Joe Schmo. But this is not, like, mean tweets. This is, like, someone being paid by the industry to make the industry look humble by making fun of other people that the industry pays. Like Then my problem is that they just don't do it well. <laughs> they should just stop doing it, is my point. What would you put in place of it? Uh, why can't we just have someone who talks about something interesting or like not the same kind of humor, which is like, I'm going to make a Snyder mark about this comedian. Oh, Snyder mark about that comedian or actor. Snyder mark about that performer. Like It's the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. And it's not very funny. Award shows do not get good uh, views. Like maybe you should shake up your whole premise because this this whoever's hosted them is clearly not drawing people yep. in. Yep. So uh, and then then going to multiple hosts, they don't have the uh, star power that they used to. Uh, but I'm going to read the apology. So it says violence in all its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at my expense are part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear. I reacted emotionally. Again, I point to the fact that he was laughing and then looked at her face and then I don't know like that's uh, like when I'm like oh I kind of have respect for you like he is sort of cuckish in a lot of ways from what we know about their marriage but like Mm -hmm. yeah if she was uncomfortable and he defended her like I think that's a generally good thing I I don't know that he should have like slapped this guy on stage but like I I think the instinct to look out for his wife is a good one I would like to publicly apologize to you Chris I was out of line and I was wrong I'm embarrassed and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be there's no place for violence in the world of love and kindness Uh, I'm assuming that he also apologized to him in person Uh, people were saying that they squashed the beef backstage but the Academy condemns uh, and opens formal review of Oscar's slap condemns his violence did you see his mom like release a statement that was like Will has never had an outburst like this before never in his life no there's no way that's true the people were like he, on set. He's never been. He's never. He's never done anything like no that. I'm like, idea. yeah, I don't believe that. Uh, that's not to say that you know that that's uh, that makes him a bad person. It's normal to be angry at times. Yeah. People get angry, but uh, it's just so they're opening a formal review. Of, so I was like, it's going to be funny because you know who's going to end up getting in trouble. The poor security guards who didn't stop him from coming Probably. on stage. Like, I want to I see a movie made about, like, uh, okay, so it's some security guard who was working the front line there on his wing of the, of the auditorium gets fired and then has, to, has a big redemption arc where he makes it back and becomes, like, head of a security firm and then, uh, and then gouges the Oscars when he, t- when he starts a company because uh, he now runs a security Hopefully company. Hopefully the Oscars are gone by the time he does that. Yes. So it says, The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences isn't dropping Sunday night's Oscar incident with Will Smith and Chris Rock, opening a formal review of what went down and further condemning Will's actions. I did find it was, you see Jim Carrey was like, he, what bothered him was the standing ovation he got after he won. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. Everyone and their brother is offering their perspective on yep, this. It's very interesting. Only, didn't Jim Carrey say he would sue for two hundred million dollars? I, I would too. That was one of the uh, actually. Reactions. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But uh, like, I'm sure. Like uh, to me, it's one of those things where he gets tied up in court, and both of them have so much money, it just ends up nobody makes money but lawyers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, so this is uh, what we'll finish this topic on. 
Chris Rock face pad claim goes viral uh, online as slow motion video of Will Smith slapped to stage uh, to stage accusations. I don't think it was staged to people in this office. To, a couple of them think it might have been staged. Uh, I don't know what that is on his face. If that's just uh, wrinkles, if it's just lines there. Uh, the picture that's is not wrinkles, honey. The picture has obviously been manipulated. If you look at the color palette down there, so uh, contrast and stuff has been have been jacked up. Oh, they think it's like padding. They think so it's like, like a if padding. you hit him in, a, in the cheek, it would yeah. like hurt less. Likely, the the more uh, the more realistic thing to do would be to bite down on something to prevent uh, that from happening. But it says uh, as the infamous Will Smith slap moment during the Academy Awards continues to trend online, netizens have begun to speculate the scene was staged. A high resolution picture of the controversial moment has gone viral on social media and shows comedian uh, Chris Rock wearing a cheek pad on his face to soften the blow. I don't know if that's what that is. What miracle? You say it's not wrinkles. What is it? It looks so weird, like how you said it does look like they contorted it because it doesn't match like the bottom skin tone unless like he didn't put his makeup. So, right. so what is that I feel like for, it's... The, for the people who are listening to the podcast? There, it's a picture on screen where they've zoomed in very far and is a uh, high resolution. Yeah, it's a go. close up on Chris Rock's face where he is sort of smiling, maybe sort of wincing. Yeah. And on his right side, there looks like they're under his eye, like all along his cheekbone is some pad. kind of skin pad i honestly don't know the defining characteristic to me is that there's like a black line that curves yep. in towards his nose and out back towards maybe his ear yep um it makes me wonder if he actually has tape on his face to like hold a headset or mic in place and it's somehow distorted by like the movement of his face could be. you know how people will do that like they'll tape you know he's on stage presenting so he's got an earphone and stuff in. yeah he mm -hmm. would it would normally like, and it would be in that ear normally but i can't see if it's in the uh ear on the right side on the left side or no it would be his right um or it would be his left yeah i mean so it might I, be whatever your preference is it, it could be uh, a piece i'm not sure if that's what that is if it's a, a skin if it's like skin toned tape but uh the the viral picture online right uh, right after the king richard actor issued a public apology on instagram so they talk about it down here and people go into detail about uh whether they think it was uh it says chris rock was outfitted with a prosthetic cheek pad this was staged also like would a ch prosthetic cheek pad really do that much of a difference? Uh, could be a material that makes it louder. Okay. Mm, Rubber. to the conspiracy. Rubber. I also wonder, too, like, if, if it was a joke by now, like, if it was staged, like, I think by now someone, we're on, we're on day two of this staying in the media cycle. A worker would have. It's not slowing down. Chris Rock or Will Smith would have insisted they come out and be like, if they're opening an investigation into him, someone yeah. would have been like, no, this was a joke. We did it for the, like, whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, but the, it's, then there's like this weird thing where like, uh, I do love the idea that there is now like a Vince McMahon-ish figure behind the Oscars who's turning it into pro wrestling, uh, kind of like wrestling had kayfabe in the 90s where you never, or in the 90s and the 80s and before, where, you know, before people got savvy, nobody knew what was real and what wasn't. Uh, good guys were never allowed to travel to arenas with bad guys because it would destroy the, allure, the illusion of the show. So now I, there needs to be a thing where Chris Rock's like, hey man, can I get a ride in your limo to the Oscars next year? And Will Smith's like, no nah, man, we gotta, we gotta arrive separate, otherwise people will know that we... Mm -hmm. that we're not beefing. Uh, I, I love that. It, it goes into the social media age where you really don't know what is real and what isn't. Most of the viral clips you see, uh, uh, there's so many viral clips that you see that end up being hoaxes. It's I just feel like this is all sort of a weird distraction from other more serious news that's going mm -hmm. on. Like, I feel like we're becoming fixated on this. Maybe it's because Americans want a relief and yeah. there's so much like in the news and geopolitically that they 
don't understand that is extremely complicated that this is like yeah will smith is the bad guy he slapped him in the face yep, it that it feels more simple but i honestly like in some ways i'm wary to give this story so much attention i like, know there I know. are no no i'm not blaming you like there are so many people reacting to it and it is there is an interesting conversation around like you know they broadcasted an assault and then carried on ca having that broadcast yeah. live like, and then he got a standing really ovation interesting right after. yep on the other hand like it, it's just that this narrative is staying around for so long and like every media outlet is like looking for someone to comment on it i do that it makes me wonder like why are you obsessed with this i i do think it's a statement on just how fast uh our news cycle moves that two days is now considered like oh my god it's been around forever two days mm -hmm. for something like this like we're not talking about anything else that happened at that award show still we're only talking about this well, well to actually, be fair it was really dramatic but actually we're about to talk about more of that right now uh i've got some ratings news for the oscars which i thought was quite funny i also uh want to point out about the um dresses and outfits that were on the red carpet most of them are ugly okay Each year it gets uglier and uglier okay. i don't know why people some of them were better than worse there were some that i thought were pretty good this year there were some that were rough well zendaya's outfit was really nice like i like that one okay. but i don't know they're Press just like getting... this is not a fashion podcast <laughs> i'm sorry but... keep it together i was literally starting a new subject but go on yeah i just think it's super ugly okay. <laughs> like a lot of their ideas are ugly and nobody has creativity that's all i have to say goodbye <laughs> well now that she's ruined the flow of the show no i'm just kidding all right um i there's oscars uh as far as ratings i i found two very interesting um articles that i know you will appreciate mm -hmm. as far as like framing for this this topic mm -hmm. the first one from deadline and the second one is from collider it says oscars viewership hits a final 2022 figure of 16.6 .6 million still second lowest ever ceremony breaks social media records with slap heard around the internet an update but then you go over to the collider one and it says oscar saw 51 percent ratings increase but failed to top pre-pandemic numbers so the the focus of that is we can go back and forth between these two is that even with a uh 16.6 .6 million uh and a 51 percent bump it is still the second lowest oscars night ever mm -hmm. the other one being the year before mm -hmm. so i do wonder uh, what would have happened? So it says, uh, second update, uh, 9.25 a.m. Will Smith has finally apologized to Chris Rock for slapping him during the live Oscars telecast. Uh, it says, inching up uh, a touch from fast nationals of yesterday morning, the very dramatic and historic 2022 Oscars captured 16.6 .6 million viewers and a, rating, uh, and a rating amongst adults 18 to 49 of 3.8. I am getting so annoyed with Hollywood and, their, and like all the different records that they're, they're obsessed with record breaking. Mm -hmm. First person from... First person now. born in the in the Eastern time zone between the hours of three and five in a in a in a hospital with the name Judas in it, uh, and then it's like some weird record that nobody will ever care about, mm -hmm. but they make a big deal about it because they're obsessed with uh, making history, even though it's not objectively any actual history. It's just uh, fancy record keeping that nobody cares about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but they never want to keep these records. Last night, the worst Oscars uh, since. Well, last year. I just like wish there was a group of like anarchists inside this system who are like, yes, 
excellent job at their secret meeting right now. They're like, okay, it works, guys. This is the worst race yet. The system's almost collapsed. We've almost brought it down. Mm -hmm. If it wasn't for that damn Will Smith and that damn slap heard around the world. They're the ones who are really mad at the security guard for not keeping Will in his seat because yes. they're like, it would have made it less interesting. <laughs> it's literally a they're cabal like, of like, like librarians who want it to be as boring as possible. Yeah, like people who just like are like, there's no way for us to prove that this is a system they shouldn't worth they shouldn't trust unless the whole award season show collapses. They've hated so the Oscars. we're going to take it apart from the inside. They've hated the Oscars their whole life, and they hate it so much that they infiltrated the Oscars to make it somehow even more boring. Or they just mm -hmm. realize it's like the dying appendage of a system that's yeah. corrupt. So they're like, well, how do we... It, it's basically killing itself, but how do we make sure it continues on its path? No one can revive it. Not you, Will Smith. Somebody needs to make a, a cabal... Sorry, it's my own personal conspiracy this theory. Is a, a cabal of Oscar hate who have infiltrated the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences and Sciences. So it says, like, we need a new system and we can't start our own until this one comes down. We, yes. From the ashes, a, uh, a new award show will be brought anew. I can see it. We should do this. I think it's not a bad idea. Timothy Chalamet can play the... it's already happening. It could be happening already. So it says, inching a touch up from the Fast Nationals yesterday morning, the very dramatic... Okay, so we go. According to the Nielsen time slot breakdown, the 2022 Oscars saw no significant surge in viewers after the King, King Richard star took a whack at comic rock for a crack about Jada Pinkett's so hair. So he didn't even help them. Nope. Uh, well, actually, I, I have another article that, that, that contests that. The, there was a jump uh, of around 640... Okay, that was what I saw. 614,000 viewers in the 11 p.m. to 11.14 p.m. slot. The very coveted... 11 to 11 14 when he slot. took the stage again so it's after everyone was like they're letting him back on the yeah they're just like uh is that okay i wonder if there's always a surge because he won like best actor right yeah i would wonder if there's always a surge for best actor yeah. yes uh so do they still call it best actress or is it called best female actor now female actor is it? That's yeah. so miracle said that with great certainty which means i don't think it's true no or it is now uh, I have no idea. Uh, I don't know if they say fine. actor. I don't know if they say actress or if they say male Why actor or female actor. Our language. They they hate the term actress. Well, like Brett made a good argument, like for people who are destroying our language, how you say it, uh, because like if we talk about like people in a verbal way, it's harder for us to make an argument. So it just shuts up people automatically. She's talking about when uh, I was trying when to make it. I was IRL. trying to make an argument about Demi Lovato's. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, we were talking about Demi Lovato here one day and I kept saying she and Miracle kept saying she's not. It's not she. It's I just they. did it. She goes, it's they. She's they. She's they. It's they. And I couldn't get it right. So I just gave up. So uh, you're a good uh, boomer. <laughs> effectively, effectively, I was silenced by my own um, desire to not yeah. be offensive. I think mm -hmm. that does have. So a... it takes advantage of a person's goodwill mm -hmm. uh, and my desire to not hurt anyone's feelings, even though objectively she's never going to care what I think. I was raised in a way that you don't want to hurt people's feelings. Yeah. Hold on. I think there's another topic that I can circle I just back. See again. I'm yeah. so Demi. I'm so sorry. Are we talking this... about Ezra Miller today? Yes. Okay. I want to follow up with what you're saying when we get to the Ezra Miller. Okay. Mm -hmm. Good. Good call. Uh, yeah. Nice. I, I say that one to the. There's a couple of good ones at the end where I was like, I could make. I have a hard. Uh, somebody was bringing up the other day, um, the discussion. It's like, uh, it's like smart men or great, like great thinkers discuss ideas. Smart, uh, smart thinkers discuss uh, situations, and uh, low and then stupid people discuss people. Mm -hmm. Uh. 
I, I fall I, whenever we discuss this stuff, I'd rather discuss ideas or situations around him and what they mean for uh, the world at large. Mm-hmm. But the the person is just the backdrop for which that conversation and takes place. It's an indication place. of a trend or a, yes. something that's going on in culture. Yeah, so I have a hard time with it. But back to ratings. So it says, uh, yet even with all the attention that Smith and Rock, uh, the Smith and Rock dust up and aftermath, uh, the actor's long speech was a, was actually the second highest slot of the more than three and a half hour long show. Maybe that's a problem. They were all pissed because they took a bunch of the like the the uh, awards off the live ceremony. They should do like a fast pass version of this where mm-hmm. they try to where they where they hire a uh, like an auctioneer to do it all. That'd be so funny. They should do that. Like try to do a, a one hour Oscars. I would like to see it if they like had celebrities be like, look, we can live present you guys winning your award, or we'll donate ten thousand dollars to charity of your choice. And see which ones, who, see, what see they, choose. they choose. Guilt them into choosing to not give a speech. Yeah. She's a genius. I feel like I would love, that's that's what I want to see. Like, we could do this. You could, if you guys win, we could broadcast it. But you could also make a charitable nation. And they're like, but I like the attention. But, but you have social media. You could just do that on social media after, couldn't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, we also need activist reporters to go in and be like, so did you, uh, what are you going to do with your $140,000 gift bag? We know that you don't need to accept all of the award, all of the, or all of the gifts. Are you going to do anything with that that might, I don't know, help other people? No, I will not. <laughs> They're going to take those prizes and run because, uh, because celebrities. Uh, so no, no time slot specific metrics are available, which is weird. But overall, the 94th Academy Awards looks to be far and away the most social Oscars telecast on record, says ABC. Yeah, I mean, it, like for all we're, the crap I'm talking about how it did in the ratings, mm-hmm. let's face it, most people aren't consuming media in the legacy format anymore. Yeah, the I measurement don't know of like success is really changing quickly we we did a topic we covered recently where i i I, when when i watched halo the other day i i had to basically cleanse my palate with episodes of the show seal team which i love uh and that's a show that started out on regular television then moved to like a model where it was first on regular television then on paramount plus now it's only appearing on paramount plus media is just slowly shifting and getting away from these live performances but who will be able to to live without the oscars i may never know uh definitely not me i watch it with anticipation every year of course have i given you that impression my favorite thing is the level of disdain that you share uh that you share this i have a very similar level of disdain but find a way to somehow like i feel like i should be more diplomatic in how i approach these topics but i love that you can share any and all levels of 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 unhappiness well i appreciate that i'm glad i can add to the show it's what we it's, it's what we have you here for Thank you, my disdain. Uh, the thing is, there are just ways of measuring success for movies that I wish got more attention. I mean, maybe I don't because they would become more corrupted if they had more like, yeah. corporatization. Mm-hmm. But the Oscars are not something that I buy into or respect. The people who run the Oscars never seem to represent my value. So why nope. would I care who they pick as best actor? The the best meme was it says Amy Schumer runs in terror if she finds out that you can get slapped for bad jokes. 
Yeah, I mean, like, somebody on this committee decided that this was a good format, and I don't like it at all. So why do I care what they think anyways? Exactly. Me and Jada over here, not caring about things. Um, I do want to call out, uh, the, the, whenever we talk media sense or, you know, how the media frames things, whoever the Yahoo Entertainment article writer was that chose this portrait or this still of Will Smith clearly does not like him. Mm-hmm. And clearly, I was like, you know what? I love Chris Rock. Roll With The New is my favorite album of all time. We're going to get him with this screenshot. There have been a couple bad screenshots of Kourtney Kardashian from the Vanity Fair party that I'm like, man, somebody gets mad. She's dating Travis or I don't know Mm -hmm. what. Like, it is interesting. You can see or like you'll see with politicians too, whoever their photo editor is. Oh, yeah. They'll just pick this. You know, you can pick screenshots from like them giving a speech and one article will pick like the one where they're like bright eyed and and the other one will pick the one where they're like glowering and looking down. My those are or like a, a great example of an interview is when Jordan Peterson did his GQ interview and he's he's lit with just the harshest light you've ever seen he looks like a super villain mm-hmm. it's like he's having this soft spoken conversation it's like such a admission of how they feel about him yeah like he is a super villain to them he's promoting ideas that they don't agree with and uh, i was like and then but then like you look at this these there's harsh lines you know done through lighting on his face and then you hear him talk like in his in his very canadian very kind very gentle and you're just like how do you how do you like uh, justify this for this when he when the way he talks? I just always mm-hmm. boggle my mind. So clearly, whoever wrote this article about where they where they talk about the six hundred thousand uh, view bump that his uh, speech got um, clearly does not like him. <laughs> and I think that the only one who comes out of this is Chris Rock coming out looking like a you know people will be mad about the joke, but they'll say he was telling a joke. It was his job. He likely did not write it. Uh, I would like to know that. Like, did he write the joke or did he just agree to tell the joke? And is that wor- is that worse or better? Like, if you know a joke's like maybe not in good taste, and you agree to tell it anyways, is that a defense? And then you ask, well, they're paying me this much money. Do I really have a right to offer editorial? And you have to go back to like, what's their contract? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I think if you're going to get filmed saying stuff, you should be careful. About See, it. we're asking good questions. Mm-hmm. These are questions that need to be asked. Uh, otherwise, nothing changes. What's the next like award show situation? Uh, I got you. Is the Grammys next, or would that, that just happen? I can't remember. It's like remember Kanye's, Kanye is banned from the Grammys because of his social media posts. But Will Smith can slap the living crap out of Chris Rock and then go up on stage. They're and, investigating and, him later, two days later. Yes, we have. <clears throat> to be fair, they couldn't have banned him beforehand. He didn't slap him beforehand. We have. We at the Oscars have investigated ourselves and have found. We have done nothing wrong. Everything's okay. It is mm-hmm. all, uh, there's either no blame at all, or all the blame goes on to Will Smith, and we, the Academy, bear no responsibility. We just haven't decided yet. We're yes. thinking about it. Depends on what you guys think. <laughs> yeah. If you guys are still mad at him at the end of the week, we're going to be mad at him too. But if you're not, we're just going to let it go. That's what, that's what, that's, that's the, I think how it goes. That's the world we're, that's the world we're in right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you just go whichever way the wind blows for it. Okay. Um, April 3rd, Grammys. Yes. Okay, there you go. So is Kanye going to be real? How do we top the slap at the Oscars, says yes. the Grammys? <laughs> <laughs> they let Kanye back and he just gets to mean, he just yeah, gets to live. They're now tweet. like, how do we get him in here? Because he would have really spiked our ratings. They give Kanye access to like the Grammys Twitter account and Instagram oh and he gosh. just gets to post stuff all He gets night. his Zoom conference in and he's like, this, he is the presenter. He gets he's not allowed to the, physically be there. No, he, he gets to do the Taylor Swift speech interruption to every single person. He's just on like a screen on one side of it like he just gets to like press a buzzer and be like i don't like that decision yeah he gets to, he gets like a button that cuts the mic 
uh, of whoever's on yeah. stage and then just gets and to And they're like, we don't know how he did that. Unless you guys <laughs> thought it was funny. And then in that case, it was our idea. Mm -hmm. But if you didn't like it, we're against it too. Exactly. They get. They always get to win. The corporation always gets to win. It sucks. All right. <clears throat> Time for a segment that I am is near and dear to my heart. We don't get to do enough of these. It's who the hell asked for this? And it says, Amazon used recent acquisition of James Bond franchise to make reality TV. God help us all. Nice. Um, you look like you're about to throw up. <laughs> I, I essentially projectile vomited all over my own clothing when I read this. Uh, in a world where you have uh, 20 or you have like what, 50 years of James Bond and you have all of these great characters. You have uh, supposedly the most creative people in the world that could uh, re we, he, do the thing we and you hate, which is reboot, remake, restyle, do everything they want with all of these characters. Um, what they're going to choose to do is make a 007-themed version of The Amazing Race. Nice. I don't know. I kind of think it's funny. I like, think that would be a good idea. I it's, yeah, I won't go that far. I don't think it's a good idea, but it is like, in some ways, I know you'll hate me for this, like, kind of refreshing. At least they're not making another version of the movie that's worse. Like, it's just kind of different. We're both about to get fired, Miracle. I know. He hates us. But I don't, I don't mind that idea. That actually sounds really interesting. They are wrong. Oh, okay. I don't think I'm wrong, but I do say, like, you have to give me this one. Like, it's not another TV show or, you know, race-swapped main character for a movie. Like, it is actually different. It's not doesn't mean it's good. I had this theater teacher. Then I want a Big Brother-themed James Bond movie. Or I think that's totally possible. Like, you know, okay, I had a theater teacher <laughs> when I was in high school and really into theater. We had a director who would say, like, you know, when you're playing a character, you need to make a choice. Because, like, if you just kind of half do it or whatever, like, it's not memorable. It's not carrying any emotion. There's no yeah. power behind the performance. You need to make a choice. So when we came on stage, whether our characters, you know, found something funny that wasn't fun, you know, whatever we did, mm -hmm. occasionally he would look at us and go, okay, you made a choice. And that was great. It was the wrong choice, but still good effort. Okay. I feel like that's how I feel about this. Like... I don't know that they should be doing this, but I respect that it's not just a regurgitated movie. You never get a second chance to make a good first impression. That's what I've been told. Who's making the first impression in this uh, case? Amazon, in the, that they just bought this. They, they spent $8.5 billion. Do you, know how much uh, so do you know how much Disney paid for Star Wars? $4 billion. It's just funny that they're like, you know what we're going to do? A reality show. I want to know how much cocaine was on that executive's table because uh, 2012 they? Brett would have loved to be there. Okay, Do they have any other reality shows? I have no are idea. Are they both launching their James Bond and their reality show? They're just like, and here we go. Uh, so it's a, it, imagine it. Like, you know how we have America's uh It is my Ninja constitutional right not, right not to have to imagine this. Uh, okay, fine. This is why. But go ahead. Okay, so you know how we have American Ninja Warrior? Yes. And like it helps people like live the fantasy of being a ninja. This helps you live the fantasy of being a secret agent, man. Oh, man. You didn't need to phrase it that way. You really didn't. So it says, uh, you know how Amazon recently, require, uh, recently acquired MGM and with it the James Bond franchise? Uh, question mark. He says, you would think that they would use the franchise to make a new film or TV series, right? Well, you'd be partially I right know. on the latter. 
Almost, that is, if you count a reality TV show as a TV series. No, I'm not kidding. This is actually happening. Mm -hmm. Variety and Games Radar have just reported something rather oddball that Amazon are doing with the James Bond franchise now that they own it. Apparently, uh, the, they, uh, they plan on making a James Bond reality TV show in the near future. This reality TV show will apparently be called 007's Road to a Million. The, the wow, sh- travel, money, secret agents, it's got it all. I love it how Brett just growled at that. He's just, like, I hate this. Even the name sucks. Okay. The show will be an eight part series with the seventy uh with seventy two films, the rise of the Murdoch Dynasty, all over nothing, to- okay, blah 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 as the production company. So seventy two films is the production company. Bond Guardians, Barbara Broccoli and Robert G. Wilson, along with MGM television, will help produce the series and hopefully keep this reality show feeling more or less like a James Bond film, at least as much as you can uh as you can make any reality TV show feel like it. James Bond should be timeless in its presentation. The get the, the the presentation of gadgets uh, that have always been kind of uh, futuristic means that you don't need to be beholden to a time period all the time, mm-hmm. right? So I don't want something that feels so current year. And in a world where you have carried, like they could have done anything. They could have done. Uh, the, there was Die Another Day. Had Halle Berry played the character Jinx. There was a rumor back then they were going to do a a spinoff series of her. Right? They mm-hmm. never did it. But you could still do that now. In fact, you could do it with her still. Halle Berry is like hot again now because of stuff in John Wick. They sure. could do a spinoff. They, don't want to. they could do a weird. Uh, I'll go weirder. They could take uh uh Wickersham's uh the guy who plays Q. In the modern version, where they got all pissed because he's uh, the character they, they made him, um, he's gay. And then people got mad because they didn't show enough of it. And the thing. You could do a weird show where it's just his life outside of working for, uh, working for Q Branch or working for MI6. You could take uh, M and do a prequel series where a lady plays a young Judy Dench version of M and have a cool uh, political thriller involving that character on her rise up to controlling uh, Britain's... Uh, intelligence agency all of these ideas 10,000 times better and fully in line with today's uh politically correct more socially driven agendas you could do all that and do it well no this is just (laughs) but they were like no do you think it's like an insight into whoever was like really fighting to get this contract and they're like we have james bond this and it's like the embodiment of um like james bond is one of those i don't know if they say this about him but like every man wants to be him every woman wants to be all men want to be with him women want to be with him is that what they say men want to be him women want to be with him yeah is that specific to james bond or do we just know that's that's a phrase that's very much i don't know if it's because of him but it's always attributed as a contributing factor of his character so do you think this is just like some executive really has that and was like he, well, some dude who's like really rich and can afford those like luxury fantasy vacays. He has just fantasy always been a, he's a huge James Bond fan, and it, but it always comes down to how he wishes he could be James Bond, and now he's going to make that happen. He's like secretly going to compete on the show. This is what happens when you let tech companies buy movie companies. Uh, you get uninspired drivel. Like, I think this is a fun idea, Brett. You calm down. I think everything you said is real, and all of those sound interesting, and maybe they can still do them, but. I'm just saying, don't. Okay, you That's the thing about launching with a reality TV show. It's not exclusive to, like, then doing other things with other parts of the storyline. Like, it can operate separate from the James Bond universe. They're not saying. Then don't do it first. No, it would have been more funny 
if they had that whole list of guys who they were like, who's going to be the next James Bond? Idris Elba? This other guy? Okay, you turned that into a game show? Made that Maybe. A game show. That would have been so funny. Maybe. But how do we know that's not going to be it? Uh, yeah. It says, uh, it says, as for what this reality TV show will entail, well, apparently 007's Road to a Million, oh, God, I hate that name, will consist, uh, see, Road to New Bond, uh, 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 Breaking Bonds. Um, there's all sorts of names you can get within, the, it's all about. Amazon, hire Brett. He has a lot of ideas. Big brain ideas. Uh, will consist of random people going on a global adventure in order to win $1 million, uh, a $1 million cash prize. The contestants will compete in teams of two, James Bond is not a team player. He works by... Yeah. Okay, they even say it says usually John, James Bond is solo, ironically. Uh, <laughs> in tests of intelligence and endurance, these tests will consist of not only physical obstacles, no specifics, but also answering questions hidden in various locales around the world. Speaking of that, actually, it seems the show will take place in many historic locations around the world featuring the various James Bond films. Okay, if there's a category where they get to name the next Bond girl, where they have to come up with something better than Octopussy, then yes, mm -hmm. I will watch that. But in general, maybe you do this five years down the line when you've launched other successful uh, things See, I, I, I just have to say, like, this is an easy way for them to break into the James Bond universe that no one's going to be like, well, I wouldn't have done it this way because that character should have been like this. Like, they are soft launching into the James Bond universe. You what? have to give me that one. Like, they are sort of I can, dipping their toe in in a way to see how their audience responds to it. I can already picture, like, when they finally do do a series or, or whatever they spin off and they say, this is, uh, this is Amazon's first foray. Uh, and then they say, we're not, they said, this is Amazon's first foray into the James Bond franchise. And then there'll be a parenthesis says, we're not counting that, that, lo that stupid reality TV show they tried to launch. Mm -hmm. It buys them time, but they're still making use immediately of the intellectual property they're, they bought. Like, I know you don't Build love it, but I think. Build a theme park then. Build a theme park. No, because park. then they'd have to develop more characters, which they haven't done yet. Build a theme park with all the characters that do exist. Bond, Q, Tanner. Uh, all of the Bond girls. In fact, yeah, just make a sports bar with all the Bond girls. That's funny. They should do that. That's, that's what they need to do. Well, they can't call them Bond girls anymore. They should open that's, a casino. That's, that's just James Bond themed. Casino Royale. <laughs> Genius. I'm this out. Or Amazon, a bar. Hire me too while or, you're at it. Or it, make it a bartending reality TV show and they have to make the perfect martini shake and not stirred. Okay? That's only Fine. like one episode that's, though. That's, I'm merely pointing out how stupid of an idea I personally think It's not think a dumb this is. idea, Brett. Again, like, I think where the process was, like, with American Ninja Warrior, you want to be a ninja? There you go. But then this one, you want to be a secret agent. Yeah, I think American that, Ninja Warrior is not a movie. I think that it's an original concept. I get it. I get it. But I like, think the thing is, you're approaching mm -hmm. it from this context of like they should then delve into the world and make it more vivid. Yeah. And they are buying like literally the rights to display and use the movies to make this other thing. Mm -hmm. And and the books actually separate actually, I don't know functions. If the, I don't know if the books are included in this. Right, they're separate functions. And I'm not saying that the things that you suggested are wrong. I think a lot of them sound cool. But like I honestly think this buys them time to make use of the intellectual property that they paid an insane amount of money for while also not yet contaminating. Because once they launch a James Bond character, once they do any of the things you suggested, they are on a path. They have to stick by it. And mm -hmm. it sounds like they're not ready to. So it adds to their 
prime original reality tv content which i don't think that there's a lot of while also using intellectual property they, they bought and if i'm going to be 110 percent fair i probably would have hated the other ideas they had too that's the thing like they they could only have made fans angry by by creating original content this buys them time i do think there's a fantastic argument to be made that they could make a political thriller out of uh doing a young version of m when judy dench played m and having uh the first female rise to the head of uh uh, Britain's intelligence agency. I really think that's a good idea, but they have to wait. They have to decide how they want to handle it. They need more time. Well, since I have no answer to that, and I just know that everyone's wrong but me... That, but that's true in all the context <laughs> of our... Don't worry, Brett tells us that every day. Uh, yeah, so that, it's okay. I've been apparently overruled. These two think that this is a good idea. I personally think that it's not a good idea. But, you know, that's the beauty of these if discussions. If you would like to watch us reacting to it, the first episode of this reality TV show, oh, aka watching Brett spontaneously combust, that's what would happen. <laughs> let us know. Says maybe Amazon knows something we don't. Maybe reality TV, TV is the hottest new trend around at present. Well, it's always... I'll give them this. Uh, from a business perspective, reality TV is a very, very uh, cheap to make and lucrative investment. So if what they're talking about is like, it's it would be cheap to make this and they can help recoup a lot of what they spent very fast, that could be an argument to be made. But that's a business argument. I'm speaking from an artistic and uh, a fan perspective, not from the perspective of a studio executive who is trying to make his yearly bonus. Mm -hmm. So screw that guy. Screw the yearly bonus and screw this TV show. That is my take on it. That is my that is my story and I'm sticking to it. Oh, boo-hoo. They, they disagree with me. That's fine. Boo-hoo. Watch Brett, like, actually watch the first episode. I, he I love becomes it. his, like, guilty pleasure, and he's yeah. in his room like, no one can know that I love it. Exactly. That's what's going to happen. You're going to like it. I don't it. watch reality TV. I don't think that would happen because I, I don't watch. It, I it, won't it is, like it. it. it is no like, one can make me like this show. It is possible <laughs> that I could, like, they could have made, like, a one of those ones that I suggested, and I could, like, see a trailer and be like, that was stupid. I told you this would be dumb, and then I end up liking that. That's, That's what I, plausible. See, I think it's just as easy for them to like to launch a trailer for something you like and you'd be like no they're totally messing it up and now you're mad at the whole franchise for the rest of forever but at least messing it it's like it's like uh, a guy who plays baseball uh showing up in football no that's a horrible example no, it doesn't work at all it, it does not work out it, it's they're they're off center in a way that just doesn't work for me i think personally you, i think you just want different content maybe my problem is that like, i'm I feel thinking like you, too linear see i think the thing is it's like if someone bought the storefront in your town that had been for years the local ice cream shop right mm -hmm. and it was like the best thing and you loved it and then it gets sold the business closes the building gets sold and they launch a candy shop yeah. in it. they think oh people like something sweet like we can sell candy here that works better it's not seasonal this works better for our business model but you're like no that's supposed to be ice cream so even if they have a cooler full of ice cream in there that you can buy those like hood ice cream sandwiches you're mad because it's not an ice cream shop but they never said it was going to be an ice cream shop well your logic is bulletproof and i'm still mad and i still think it's wrong and i still think it's stupid your feelings are valid yes i think it's are okay they to be now frustrated are they no, now? we have to positively parent Brett. It's fine. No. He gets a bop on the nose because he always does this. Every idea that I pitch to him, he shits on it. Like what? I pitched for so many ideas of watching different shows and reviewing them, and you're like, no. Because or you, movies. Yeah, no, not movies. You suggest shows, which we don't have the guys, time for. Guys, you can't let the kids see you fight. That it is true. It makes them stressed out. All right, so we're going to move on. <laughs> Guys, we will, we will move on. We're going to talk uh, Podluck. Mm-hmm.
Still Let's do theme it. song for this. Yes, uh, we do need a theme song. The NFL may launch its own streaming service. I'm honestly surprised that the NFL, Major League Baseball, and well, NHL, I could see having a harder time uh, getting this to work. NHL does have a streaming service, um, I think, or I, has some I, kind of contract. I guess what, I, I feel like uh, financially, because hockey players make so much less than the other But it's an international sports. sport, yes. so it streams in Canada yeah. and like, like Russia, they got cut off from it. Like it, they played in uh, Scandinavia. It's it's American football is specific to America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Even rugby, to a certain extent, like which is kind of physically similar in some respects, you might yeah. say it is totally a different game. But like at least that gets played in England and Australia, and you know what I mean. Like, yeah, this is such an America thing. No one cares about this, but Americans. And they hate and, and, and it, people in other countries hate our football because we call it football, right? Well, and like, so it makes a lot of money for us, but it doesn't make as much money globally, is my yeah. argument, as yep. other sports do. So it says the National Football League is developing its own streaming, uh, its own streaming, according to the according to the Athletic, NFL officials rep- re- reportedly showed off a, a service tentative called NFL Plus. One of these people needs to stand up and come up with a name other than just adding plus in the front of everything. We've yes, got... it's bad. <laughs> I, Amazon. When, when, they, when I read that, I was like, is it going to be connected to Disney Plus? The... Like... Is there a relationship? Like, you can get Disney Plus and also then you own all of American football and that's how Disney Plus is, like, driving people to their streaming service? My mind was boggled when I found out that the NFL was a nonprofit. Wait, what? Oh. <laughs> that, like, I was like, I, it was one of those few times, like, I, I get stuff wrong fairly regularly, but I'm a child and I'm not going to admit it. I had to admit it when I found this out to this guy. I was arguing, like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Because it's like the a NFL. governing agency of the sports. Yeah. The sports, the teams themselves can make money and they can have their own separate 501c3 charities, but the like governing agency is not considered a profit making yeah. so i had to apologize to a, a gentleman who i used to work, i used to manage a, a gas station and he would come in every day because he got free coffee and he'd sit there and me and him would chit chat about uh this that and the other mm-hmm. and he's just like yeah we were talking about the nfl one day i don't even remember what the t- reason was and he mentioned that it's a non-profit i'm like no it's that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard and i was wrong so see i can admit when i'm wrong it does happen you just know only to other men uh, yes. I'm just kidding. Yes, just kidding. that's exactly right. That's okay. exactly right. I found a makeup tutorial how to make myself look like a man, and I need to tape down my breasts. Let's go. Then you'll respect us. That's what we have to do to get respect in this workplace. Exactly. I'm totally just kidding. She's not kidding. I'm, I, <laughs> am I not? She, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I my, feeling, fair, my, my feelings are not hurt. Well, and to be fair, I'm the one who sent you this story, so you obviously do respect some parts of our workplace. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. So it says, The Athletic reports the platform won't, uh, likely won't be ready until NFL team owners meet again in May. At that point, a vote would decide whether the NFL moves forward with the project, potentially complicating the rollout of a subscription service in the state of the NFL's various media deals. This would be hard because you can't watch like just any NFL game. It's usually local to your to your where you live right i mean you i guess you could watch it with I a, guess VPN. If you have a streaming service no I, I mean i assume if you have a streaming service if you pay for all of it you pay for all everything yeah. in the league so that might be nice for like sports fans who yeah. have lots of football affiliations that like other See teams how I'm struggling with yeah. this yeah. so it says in 2021 the nfl and verizon extended their long-standing marketing and technology partnership but did so without agreeing on new terms related to mobile streaming up until 2018 the character had exclusive the, the character the carrier had exclusive rights to that content one analyst uh, the athletic spoke to suggested spoke that the that the athletic spoke to suggested that the league could use nfl plus as a way to leverage a better deal from either verizon 
uh, or another mobile carrier. Uh, it kind of reminds me like the WWE had uh, their own network, the WWE Network, uh, which they eventually sold to Peacock. Mm-hmm. But they had that they had that for years, long before uh, the streaming wars had really gotten underway when there mm-hmm. was a streaming service by every company. So they had to build their own infrastructure there and, and make that happen. So it says, uh, I, there was a comment down here that I liked. It says, I, I hope they do that they don't have blackouts on this service when the NFL doesn't do blackouts now. NFL games typically don't have issues with attendance, so they don't really need blackouts to try and drive people to the games. So like if you don't sell out the, yeah. So it says, I'd be willing to bet that this will cost as much, if not more than current red zone package through Verizon. And I imagine this will still blackout in market games, even though that you would be paying for the service. If they can make this truly available to anyone, regardless of carrier and regardless of location without needing a VPN to watch mm-hmm. any game the, that is going on, then I will pay for this. So that's what they're saying. Like if I can just say, t- pick your team. And then start whatever game, you know, it's like, and it brings you to a waiting queue, like new game is this day, uh, here's the last season. And then they put like past seasons, mm-hmm. kind of like WWE, WWE on, the WWE, on the WWE Network had like all their past uh, episodes of Raw mm-hmm. up to a certain point and then back through like all their category of home movies and everything. So if you got every NFL endorsed like documentary and you got all of the seasons uh, going back however far they can, they can manage from every team, that would be something I could imagine you know the average person who used to watch ESPN but hates it now because of how uh, annoyingly they don't talk about sports half the time I could see this in all of these leagues being something that would be an enormous undertaking as Mm -hmm. far as actually putting together and building the infrastructure for uh, you know technology and content wise Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. would absolutely probably make them a lot of money in the long run Mm -hmm. so I don't know. I, I'm imagining that neither of you would really care much about this considering I don't really hear either of you talk about sports that much. But yeah, sports. I, I'm not super into football, but I do understand where like this could be something. I also wonder too, like you know, if you had a sibling or a dad, and you're like, I want to get you a gift for the year. I'm going to pay for your yeah. NFL subscription service. Like I could see reasons to be aware of this. Um, yep. I'm I'm not a particular football follower. <laughs> what was um, that voice? I hate to admit it, but um, and it also makes me wonder, like, if they can have National Football League Plus, are they going to do College Football League Plus, or is ESPN going to hold on to that? I think it ESPN gets huge will, yeah, ratings. They get huge ratings, um, and in that sense too, like, I am more likely, I think, to. I don't. Well, as you know, my theory is that women don't actually ever pay for streaming services, or very, very rarely. <laughs> And I feel like I'm unlikely to pay for NFL Plus. Yes, I'm guessing that if you chose of one, it would be... Of all the things, I'm sort of thinking that's low on the list. Yes. But again, like I said, like maybe that's a cool thing to, you know, pay for your younger brother to have or stuff like that. Like yep. I could I could see this being a commodity worth having, yep. especially if you can have access to like older games or whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we've got, uh, we're going to move on. We've got Ray Fisher wants Warner Brothers to apologize after Justice League wins an Oscar. Uh, technically, they didn't win like a... a a regular Oscar. They won fan favorite category. Ray Fisher? Ray Fisher plays Cyborg and is on, had a falling out. I'll, I'll give you the short story. Okay. He had a, a falling out with Warner Brothers because of when the, he's Justi- in the Justice League, he's in the he Justice League like- movie. Uh, and he got a lot of his stuff got cut out of the final film uh, of the final cut of the film. And there was accusations of racism and backroom problems with various uh, like executives like Walter Hamada and um, and Jeff Johns. And also that uh, Joss Whedon treated him poorly. Of course, Joss, everyone said Joss Whedon treated them poorly. He just treats people poorly. And uh, and it says that uh, nobody. So, so basically what happened was uh, he uh, he started going like on like he would he would get 
get really vocal about how much he was annoyed. Like he basically is like, I want an investigation into this done about Warner Brothers. And then of course it comes back with Warner Brothers saying like, we've investigated ourselves and we found we did nothing wrong. And he started yeah, like doing all these tweets, calling out various executives, kind of what I would imagine killing his career in the future because who's going to want to hire a guy when they know all the dirty laundry is going to get aired out mm -hmm. just because you didn't get the final product. You didn't get more screen time in the final yeah. product, which he then did once the Snyder Cut got released and the original version of the film got finished, the four-hour version, he has like the largest storyline in the whole movie. So it is true that these, he, his character was essentially sacrificed for the studio to make a shorter movie. Mm. Um, so he really hates Warner Brothers. Uh, and he puts here in this tweet, he says, in honor of the historic recognition of Zack Snyder's Justice League, allow me to say from the bottom of my heart uh, that Walter Hamada owes an apology to the participants of the Justice League investigation. And then he puts A greater than E. What that means is uh, accountability. Those are Elon Musk's kids, right? Yes, basically. Uh, uh, that's his abbreviation for accountability is more important than entertainment which is what every uh person who works 45 to 50 to 60 hours a week wants to hear from the actors who make extremely large amounts of money in these things is to be virtue signaled about so mm -hmm. he did not endear himself with a lot of people the snyderverse fans uh of course like him a lot from what i remember just because he's a very big proponent of zack snyder's version of that movie uh, but it says it's safe to say higher ups at Warner Brothers would like Justice League to go away by now. It was their poor decision making that led to the disappointing Joss Whedon theatrical cut, while the continual pressure from fans that resulted in the vastly improved Zack Snyder's Justice League, his version of the film mm -hmm. uh, that premiered on HBO Max that last year, made them a lot more money too, I'm sure. Uh, in February, Fisher claimed that Hamada attempted to interfere in the investigation, uh, the investigation of Warner Brothers about about the claims that he made, uh, and that he prevented. Uh, prevented him from doing and though he prevented him from doing so he alleges that he was due to appear in the upcoming the flash saying that warner brothers executives stepped in to remove fisher from the movie due to the ongoing justice league controversy controversy that he is himself drumming up mm -hmm. so he's kind of uh controversied himself out of work mm. in a way um i mean i i can't hate, hate on the dude for standing up for what he believes in i think it's a little bit like he's hurting his own career by doing that. It sucks that that's the way things are, but that's what happens when you, you know, executives don't want this stuff in the public eye. They want it kept private and behind scenes. And you need to show a lot of times that you can be a team player because it's not just you that's affected. It's all the people involved in the production, mm -hmm. but you know, he has a good argument too. If what he says is true and I can't say whether it is or it isn't, if he was mistreated, I guess, you know, most actors when they're young, just put up with it. Uh, and then maybe they can call it out later once they've made more money or they're more prominent, but mm -hmm. he's refused to do that. So it says, whatever happens in the future, at least the Gargantuan Snyder Cut is now available for us all to see. Um, I just thought that this was interesting because it just won't go away. Mm -hmm. it, it, he literally can't... Uh, I Like, Warner Brothers is going to be dealing with him forever. Mm -hmm. He is going to keep bringing it up. Every time a new movie comes up, he's going to appear out of nowhere on Twitter and say, remember me, I have a grievance to air here. Yeah. And the bad news does not go away because we now get into Ezra Miller, uh, who is the star of the upcoming Flash movie. And he was the horribly, uh, the, he runs in the most un, he runs like a person who's never run his entire life when he runs as the Flash in the movie. Yeah. Miracle. He, he runs as if he's got weights on his arms. Uh, he doesn't run like a human being. Uh, Ezra Miller is a very, very unique individual. That is my, That's what I have heard. That is my diplomatic way of, of saying that they 
are not uh they're not your traditional yes ezra uh, miller is a user of the pronouns they them okay. which like i'm going to do my best i'm not going to stereotype anything but it seems like this guy i read this article beforehand i know you're about to read it to the audience but like this person does not seem like needs to avoid bars that's what he needs yes to do. this person seems to have issues with other people yes he uh i, I well maybe it's not that maybe just bars set him off because from from everything i've seen the one common denominator is is uh being watering around, hole yeah alcohol and also other people yes. which they don't give a comment on if he was considered to be like drunk if he got breathless at the scene or anything like that a wise man once said at your highest moment that's when the devil comes for you it was true last night at the academy awards and it was also opening. true night uh it is true uh it is, it is also true last night in hawaii where the winner of the oscar for most cheerworthy moment undeserved in what my is humble most opinion cheerworthy moment? that was one of the two twitter based awards that they did where they did a fan favorite movie of the year and then most cheerworthy moment was like scenes there was like five scenes picked from various movies over the years uh neo dodging bullets in the matrix avengers assemble in endgame and then they had like two people on twitter voted for them mm -hmm. um, what did he do he was the one in they won for most cheerworthy moment where barry uh runs into the speed force for the first time in the justice league movie uh shouldn't have won it was not actually the most cheerworthy movie but the reason but that the snyder like, that cut doesn't even i don't even know what that is how could that be the most cheerworthy anyways it, so so he wins this award this twitter this twitter based award and ezra miller was arrested for disorderly conduct and harassment i don't know why he wasn't arrested for assault but um do you know any reason why why it would have been for disorderly conduct and not for we'll get into it we'll yeah see read the i'll give you per authorities the the star of the flash and fantastic beasts uh the crimes of grindelwald was removed from the from the karaoke bar where miller was allegedly yelling obscenities and became agitated when people began singing karaoke at the karaoke bar. at the karaoke bar so what i found for me personally as somebody who does not participate in karaoke and may find himself uncomfortable in the presence uh, of those performing karaoke i found that a strong way to avoid that problem is to simply not go to karaoke bars wait wait wait! you mean that if you don't like karaoke and it actively makes you angry you don't go to karaoke bars? that is my bulletproof solution to okay. not going you through our genius karaoke bar anger management okay so he i'll let you read more of it but like the reason i don't think it's assault is because he's yelling and he is being aggressive but he's he not never actually physical contact okay. with anyone the other time he did the, the time yeah. before that uh, um it says he was removed from the care uh, it says uh he was removed from the karaoke bar after yelling obscenities and became agitated when people began singing karaoke at the karaoke bar police say miller refused numerous requests from the bar owner to quote calm down they allegedly grabbed the microphone from a 23 he allegedly grabbed the microphone from a 20 oh they See, I even auto-corrected. I auto-corrected. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, because Brett, I, I was like spelling mistake. I was like, Brett nailed it. Nope. nope. No, there. At one point, when I was reading yeah. this through, there's a quote where they, where the pronoun yeah. they is used, and I was like, who's they? Yeah. And then I had to Google. Oh, Miller uses they pronoun. Yes. So I apologize again. Uh, do not come for me. I. I or meant, come. I mean, who cares? I, no, if if so, I will not do so at a karaoke bar. So it says, uh, they allegedly grabbed the microphone from a 23-year-old woman who was mid-song, and they later lunged at a 32-year-old man playing darts. Doesn't seem like this. Uh, they, uh, high on my list of things not to do at a karaoke bar, even if I don't want to be there, is to stay as far away from the line of dart fire as possible. 
But again, that's just me. Uh, Miller, uh, Miller again, the star of several DC films, including the much-anticipated and long-delayed Flash, made their bail $500 bail only. That's it. Because mm-hmm. it's disorderly conduct. $500 bail. If it was assault, I think it'd be higher. But... Okay. So in 2020, uh, and then they just want to bring you back to this, uh, Variety reported that Ezra Miller appears in a video in which they choke a woman in a bar in Reykjavik. I always pronounced it with a B. I'm so glad it's not. It's I thought it was Reykjavik, but it's Reykjavik. Uh, the the seven second video of Miller grabbing the girl by the throat and throwing her to the ground went viral. The though there were few though though there were few repercussions. According to reports, Miller allegedly became frustrated by a group of eager fans who were quite pushy when they escalated. And again, my my response when people are being pushy, my many fans who are always breaking down the door to see me is to avoid. It's a constant problem here. Yes, it is. What I do is I avoid grabbing them by the neck and throwing them on the floor. Yeah, the thing is, like, this... Grabbing someone by the neck is a pretty intense escalation, right? And it's not something... It's not a natural reflex, right? As far as I know. Unless you do it often. Like, he didn't put up his arm to block them, for what it sounds like. He didn't push them. Like, pushing pushing someone away to get more space might have been a more normal option. Like, to grab... I mean, I assume a girl who is smaller than him by the throat is like a very aggressive escalation of a situation. Yes. Uh, So this is, this is a a recurring problem. Again, I think you should stay out of bars. I think that would help him. Um, But again, they're not reporting like if it was influenced by alcohol or if it's like, maybe it's the, maybe it's the sight of multiple bottles lying. Or like, I'm wondering if it's like loud and crowded, if it's like a weird kind of overstimulation, like stress response, not that it justifies it, but like they're not giving a lot of details other than the fact that it happened both at bars. Like if he is intoxicated when this is happening more recently and less controversially, Miller suggested that members of the KKK kill themselves. This is a message for the, uh, how do you know how to pronounce that city's name? Belleville? Beulahville? Beulahville. Chapter of, of the North Carolina KKK. Miller said in an Instagram video, if y'all want to die, I suggest killing yourselves. Um, I am surprised at the restraint he said that he only directed that at one chapter. Uh, of- he says something weird. He says, like, otherwise keep doing exactly what you're doing right now. And, uh, and you know, and you know what I'm talking about. Uh, and then, you know, we'll do it for you. I was going to cover this eventually when this first happened. And I'm just like, too political, too stupid. Yeah, but it's uh, like there's obviously something specific going on. Like, is he from North Carolina? I have or no like- idea. Um, I just know that um, that was very uh, nice of him to not paint every member of that organization with the same brush, and he only uh, he only directed it at one chapter. Well, again, like, that's why I think the reporting is kind of weird. Like, he's just members of the KKK killed themselves. Like, no, he made a specific threat to people he believes are in the KKK in a All of specific the... location which means that there's like again something else going on here yeah. and I just think that like we're not getting a full picture of who Ezra Miller is from these reports. He had uh, a couple of really great episodes of the show Royal Pains back in the mid 2000s. Love Royal Pains. Yes, he played uh, he played the son of uh, a f- his family. He's like he was a wealthy kid. His Does dad... he have? He has um um he's uh, hemophilic or yep. something. Yeah, he's got. A, he's I a... thought he looked familiar. Mm-hmm. I kept looking at this guy, being like, yep. "Oh, I loved that character." There's a Best very times. there's a very good episode where his dad like his dad goes through drug withdrawal. And like the second episode he's ever in, played by Andrew McCarthy, like a really good episode. So mm-hmm. he had it all going for him then, and he's clearly worked his way up to film level. But he is a, he acts bizarre, and that is a weird virtue signal. And in the behavior in the bar is uh, like there's something going on, yeah. and I feel like we're not getting an accurate picture of mm-hmm. could be. I mean, like when I was reading about 
the pronouns. Yeah. There was a quote from Ezra Miller saying, I don't know, you know, I don't identify with anything. Like yeah. I don't identify as man. I don't identify as a woman. I identify as human. Like, and again, like I'm not trying to, I, I am not well versed in the understanding of gender psychology, yeah. but like coupled with some of this more erratic behavior, like I think we are not getting a full depiction of Ezra Miller. Well, mm -hmm. we can only hope that he gets, uh, that he gets some help. Um, if it is, if it, it is a problem, if, if these instances do equal out to something, some type of chaos in his life, I can only hope that the dude gets, uh, sorry, that, uh, that they get some help. That would be my I hope. I think you can still be a dude if you are a gender dude is ambiguous gender, person. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. We got one more. The uncancelable JK Rowling is Yay. back. Uh, attends fantastic beast premiere ahead, uh, after the Harry Potter reunion disc. This is what I was worried or what I was wondering about. I was like, they don't include her in the 20th anniversary. Uh, but she's invited to the movie premiere. And frankly, as much as I defend her for being super uh, unafraid to speak her mind about certain issues, the fact that she threw Johnny Depp to the wolves and got him off this movie, but then she skates by unscathed bothers me. Yeah. And I have stood up for her whenever we talk about her. Otherwise, I think that she has the right to, I agree with some of her opinions. I don't agree with everything she says. Whenever I, we get the chance, we should talk about the Johnny Depp stuff. Cause it is such a fascinating study. Fa in we did a, eye. we did a video on it where well, not when I, I, was I got on. started talking about it and I like realized like it's impossible to do cause it's so in, there's so much to it mm -hmm. that one video would never cover it. We should have a but whole Johnny Depp episode. I found that there's like a lot of YouTubers that became like Johnny Depp channels mm -hmm. yeah covering well it. and i think it, it really is a w interesting study in kind of the way jk rowling is like in the way public perception influences everything yeah um i you know i, I kind of don't care that she's at the premiere normal people don't care normal people well, it don't makes sense like why wouldn't she be there normal people that aren't uh, that don't live their lives on twitter don't care that she is uh, a feminist of a certain variety. They don't care what her beliefs are on gender identity. They don't care what her beliefs are on any of those issues. They just care that she wrote really great books that they loved growing up. And they care that they're still going to be getting products from, from her, you know, that are based off her creations for decades to come, mm -hmm. whether they're taking their kids to Harry Potter or to the wizarding world at, yeah. uh, at universal, whether they're buying their kids, Harry Potter, uh, Halloween costumes, which mm -hmm. still happens uh like she's going to be culturally relevant long after she's dead uh the things she's created will be culturally relevant long after she's dead and what um you know activists on twitter say shouldn't prevent her from being allowed to attend her own movie premiere uh and i'm glad that at the very least the studio didn't tell her not to come mm -hmm. but it annoys me that she didn't do johnny depp the same courtesy and allow him to be in the movie because i would say his case is even less it is just as unknown to normal people. Normal people just see Johnny Depp. They don't know crap about what happened between him and Amber Heard. Mm -hmm. So Amber Heard stuff, we should, I mean, again, I can't even yeah. go into it because it's just so fascinating and so, like, tragic in a lot of ways. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, J.K. Rowling, I think, I think the thing is people want to condemn her for what she's doing, but there are enough people in the world who feel similarly to her. And what I'm referring to with what she's doing is that she's pretty active about like she got dubbed a trans radical, a trans exclusionary radical feminist yeah, because her. she like the example tweeting here is that she tweeted uh, people who menstruate. I'm sure there used to be a word for these people. Someone yep. help me out because you're not supposed to use gendered language like it comes back. I'm sure your audience has heard of like the birthing people yep. line. Yes. 
um, people are, feel like you should just say women because women are the people who give birth. But yes. that is considered exclusive or insensitive to people who identify as transgender. Um, you know, I think the you can't totally delete or cancel J.K. Rowling because she is, like she you owns. said, super culture relevant, but also because there is a, a large enough portion of the global population that does agree with her. Yep. So totally canceling her would also be to cancel a large portion of your revenue stream. It also helps that she still owns most of the, she was the last really great contract negotiation in that, in that genre in, in that space. Every contract after she uh, achieved this level of success is based around what the studio or what the book publishing company wants, not what the writer wants. She was very smart to, to hold on to the right side. Like I said, she had like, from what I understand, full uh, creative control over casting for the, for the movies. Mm-hmm. Like she could make her, like she could nix anyone. And mm-hmm. so everyone that's in that movie got her personal stamp of approval. So mm-hmm. she was very smart and business savvy. Mm-hmm. So good to see, but it bugs me that she's not, that Johnny Depp was not afforded the same courage. We should do I a guess. Johnny Depp episode. That'd be great. We should. Yeah. And that's just, like I said, that's just one of those ones where we tried to cover it one day and I got into it and we got into like the text that um, Paul Bettany and him exchanged about Amber Heard. Well, you know, Johnny Depp's like, yeah current a thing is that he as so as part of his defamation suit for amber heard he gets to probe whether her child which i think was born via surrogate is actually her child with elon musk no i didn't know that because there's an idea that elon musk funded some of the uh the legal stuff that she brought against him Ooh, that's that's i mean it's it's really deeply deeply fascinating what's going on there and it's it's complicated in a lot of cultural issues too like ideas of domestic violence and can men be a victim of domestic violence and also like defamation um divorce cases like it is deeply fascinating and you're totally right there are youtube channels completely devoted to this because i think no one expected it to uh, the narrative surrounding his relationship with andrew heard as soon as people it started to go under a microscope people were really like oh wait i think we might have said the wrong thing yeah. for siding with miracle do you care at all about what happens with amber heard and johnny depp um i kind of wish johnny depp had his own renaissance and then amber heard like why do why is she still getting these roles it would make sense if she was like a really really gifted actress but she's mm-hmm. not she's she's, she's not. a very average to below average actress who just happens to be quite beautiful mm-hmm. um so that's uh, that says a lot about where culture and is, well is connected and it's very well connected yeah right? so i don't know this is like i said uh, we, maybe we will do like maybe the next big announcement or in that trial or something we'll cover uh and you, you can uh we'll oh s- i'd love to yeah so maybe we'll do that because mm-hmm. it's something i didn't seriously give a lot of thought to celebrities getting divorced and i had heard some of the allegations but i think i was sick or something and fell down like a youtube and like article cha- like whole about it and it is just more complicated than people give it credit for mm-hmm. and don't let amber heard don't leave her alone on your bed don't do it there's a lot of stuff to do but it does come down to defamation which is a, which is a reoccurring issue as we co- become more and more uh the lines of public versus private become more and more blurred yeah, as you live your life in mm-hmm. social media and in the public square yeah and like defamation suits get brought against all kinds of things so like people bring defamation suits against the new york times like james o'keefe just did mm. people bring defamation suits against other people can you sue someone who's anonymous on twitter for defamation like we saw with justin bieber like defamation yep. is a major issue in our country I, agree. I think we'll see a lot of important legislation or at least pivotal legislation come out about it um and that's why i think it's worth following the amber heard johnny depp stuff 
Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, guys, thank you so much for coming today. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. That was everything. Uh, that went quite quickly, actually. Uh, most for of it was efficient. just me uh, crying about James Bond, but yeah. that's okay. I want to hear, like, how... I'm curious to see how people who watch the show or people who are interested in James Bond respond to it. Because, again, I totally understand where you're coming from, but I think you're asking for ice cream when they're a candy store. <laughs> Hey, you could be right. I could be wrong. I will be willing. We, if could, this, both, we if, could both be right. It's the actual reality. If this show comes out and it's the greatest reality TV show, if it is if it is reality TV crack cocaine and it's like the greatest thing ever and I go binge it, I will swallow my pride and and uh, tell you that you're right. You won't shut yourself in your room and never admit it to us? I might. I might. It's okay. I'll just knock on his door and then open it and go like, I knew it. He'll just like wait. And then like five years now, he'll be like, Oh yeah, I saw that series. Like no big deal. I mean, it was it was alright. I watched all of it in twenty four hours, but it's just fine. We we will see about that. So, all right. Uh, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram at hannahclaire.b. You can find me on Gab at hannahclaireb, and you can of course find me on timcast.com. Click on the read tab. I am in fact going to post a behind the scenes shot I took while we were recording of you. Perfect. So get my. I don't know, becoming more active on social media. I was wondering what you were doing earlier. Yeah. I was like, is she social mediaing right I'm now? I'm social media, kids. <laughs> Hello, fellow kids. Hello, fellow kids. It's me. Uh, I, am so, I, am I identify this. as a boomer. My pronouns are, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> uh, we don't know. Yeah, we're figuring it out. So, mm -hmm. Miracle, tell everyone where they can find you on social media. I don't have social media because it rots your brain, but I did try to play with TikTok over the weekend. I, I, I imagine you know how to use it. You just don't. You're a yeah. YouTube short person. I imagine you watch a lot of TikTok. Yeah, I do know how to use it. He called out my bluff. <laughs> I was... But yeah, um, yeah, I tried to play with it, but too bad you will never see it. Bye. Doom scroll. Yeah. Doom scroll. Not good for you. Mm -hmm. Guys, you can follow me on Instagram at Brett Dasovic for the show. Please go uh, follow the channel on YouTube. Like the videos. Leave comments on the videos. Uh, and subscribe after you subscribe to the channel. We'd appreciate that very much. Uh, it really does help the channel a lot. Uh, after that, go in the description box of whichever video you click on. Remember, all these segments are cut up into individual uh, segments for each, uh, for each one on YouTube. Uh, in the description box of all those videos is a link to the Spotify playlist that has the entire episode start to finish. It is the best way to to listen to the show you get all the witty banter that uh, i have to put up with when my friends are telling me i'm wrong about james bond because you are wrong uh, we'll see about that my friends they're wrong i'm not wrong uh after that guys we're not just on spotify we're on amazon music on apple Podcasts. we're also on pandora on social media we are on twitter at pop culture underscore show and we are also on facebook and on tiktok and dane will be made very happy if you follow us there that is at pop culture crisis there we will be back with another episode tomorrow see you then guys bye Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.